I'm all about that fuss-free glam. Give me makeup that's versatile and feels like air on my skin and has ingredients that love my face, that's good for my face. You know, clean ingredients. And don't even get me started on mascaras because I do want them bold and lengthening. <laughs> and so we have Thrive Cosmetics, which I've been using since 2020, obviously because I appreciate their foolproof products that make it really easy to apply for any skill level. And they have a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look, but also they give back. Every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Hence why it's Thrive Cosmetics, C a u s e medics thrive cosmetics and bigger than beauty skincare are not just makeup brands they're a whole vibe they're all about empowering us to rock our confidence and when you support them we are helping other communities thrive their stuff is not only easy to use but no nasties zero parabens sulfites phthalates they are 100 vegan and cruelty free let's talk lashes thanks to thrive's liquid lash extensions i must say that my lashes are just so beautiful and lush it adds lengths there are no clumps and also guess what it slides right off with warm water so no raccoon eyes here and i appreciate they have nourishing ingredients that support longer stronger and healthier looking lashes over time and it's a unique formula they use that creates these tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. We've had problems in the past with the link, but the link does work now. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash magic for 10% off your first order. As someone who is so excited to garden this spring, yet really wants top quality soil, I'm really excited to introduce you to Coast of Maine, which is an esteemed brand renowned for its organic soil offerings. And if you're seeking to infuse your home environment with a nourishing essence that promotes flourishing plant life, you're going to want to listen to this because with over 28 years of expertise, Coast of Maine has meticulously crafted soils sourced from oceanic waters and farms certified for organic cultivation. It's so nice to find such a sustainable sustainable, eco-friendly brand who really emphasizes the importance of natural ingredients to enrich their soil. And I mean, they have, like I said, top quality with rigorous quality control and OMRI listed certification. Their diverse range of products caters to all gardening needs. Most of our soils may lack appropriate nutrients for success for our plants and our plants need this. We want to regenerate the healthy microbes in our soils to set up for gardening success and just for our plants to thrive. So if we add Coast of Maine products, this will indeed help. Whether you're planting trees or shrubs or perennials in your yard, adding Coast of Maine soil in your planting holes leads to a long, slow feeding of your plants, making them self-sufficient and vibrant, which we love. Let's say you want a vegetable garden, 
Not only will you receive abundant harvest, but there will be less feeding and maintenance throughout the season. Amazing. You know that everything grown in Coast of Maine soil is organic and safe for your family and friends right out of the garden. And then you get to also feel good about their sourcing as I'm so thankful they provide natural ingredients because they will never include household waste or biosolids. And we know that nothing nurtures the world above better than the soil below, cultivated from products and practices rooted in coast of Maine. And so they will continually perfect the art and science of sourcing, mixing, and composting products worthy of the people in the place that inspired their brand and the healthier world it was built to serve. Coast of Maine believes in nurturing relationships with local retailers. We love supporting local and the products are carried by local retail partners who can provide advice and insight not found in big box stores. So Coast of Maine knows from beginner to expert, anyone who takes a hand to the land has something to offer the growing community of gardeners everywhere. And their products make organic gardening simple and approachable so we can all garden. So let's get to growing. Visit coastofmaine.com to find a local retailer near you. That's Coast of Maine, like the state with an E, Coast of dot hello magical friends i'm ali michelle and i'm raquel mantra and welcome to your own magic podcast our intention is to connect you with the most inspiring thought leaders and visionaries and share some of our experiences and wisdom to help you unleash your own magic yes we're so grateful you're spending this present moment with us today you want it to be love-based so when i'm like channeling um, it's always in the form of we are, right? They, they talk from the we perspective. Um, there's no ego involved. Uh, there's no I. And then it's it's re- very, very like high in vibration and in love. So there's never any judgment. Now let the magic begin. Hello, Soul Tribe. It's me again, Raquel. Yep doing a solo episode but this time with a guest and yes missing Allie (laughs) I know you're missing her too but also just so stoked for her to be traveling around South New Zealand with loads of inspiring artists and me on the other hand I'm also living my dream I am in North New Zealand where I've sequestered myself in a cute bright studio space the same one that I talked about in last week's episode which is a perfect space for a short time of solitude surrounded by trees and I have a view of the sea and it's just bright and white and open and ready for so many words to be channeled and inspired for my future book which this guest by the way dreamed about um and she just happens to be a psychic medium so (laughs) no big deal you'll hear about that in about an hour from now in this episode because She happens to talk to my soul in this episode, and yeah, this will definitely be a fun episode for the curious mystics out there, and for the skeptics, well, you know what? I think that you should feel free to just simply enjoy this, as it it, it may be too woo-woo for you, which is totally fine, especially when the medium speaks to my soul. (laughs) 
and that's okay. Some people are just open to this, like myself, because I absolutely think that there is more than what meets the eye in this physical world, way more than we can even comprehend. And I've experienced some stuff myself, which I definitely talk about and open up about in this episode. But, you know, I'm not here to tell people what's right or wrong. I just want to share others' magic and Bree's magic and whatever that is. She is very tapped into her psychic medium abilities, which apparently, according to Bree, we all have. And something that is not recorded in this episode, but I just wanted to talk about for a second, is Bree uh, a few months ago actually happened to channel a few of my closest friends who had passed away. And it was really comforting to hear from them and how they're doing and so, Bree, this is me. If you're listening to this intro, thanking you so much again for talking to them and ha- having me feel their love. And uh, this this did happen a while back when I first chatted with her. And though there isn't a saved recording of that episode, I knew that uh, she would be the perfect person to share the message of how we can tune in and develop our own psychic abilities. Her message just needs to be shared with the Soul Tribe because I know that most of them are curious mystics. Most of you guys are, like myself, curious mystics and know that we are all psychic and just want to be able to develop that ability or strengthen it. So, because that's what Bree says, we all are psychic and we all hold the answers inside ourselves. However, some of us are just more receptive and open to tuning into this gift than others, even though they have the ability just as much so, <laughs> which is such an amazing thing to think about and she does also talk about the power of meditation and how doing this will help ease our mind to help us connect on a deeper level with this ability and I know that's what I think has strengthened my ability is meditating and I think that this is actually you know what I am going to shamelessly plug me and Allie's guided meditations here because we don't talk about that actually or promote it a lot but if you guys are interested in all, Ali and I do have um, guided meditations that you can subscribe to online for just $4.44, which is our favorite angel number, the price of a latte. But yeah, we upload monthly meditations, manifestations, and other metaphysical tools for you to unleash your own magic and who knows, maybe unveil your own psychic ability. I think that one that we uploaded uh, recently is called love listen love or listen love listen (laughs) i'm pretty confident that that will help you the more you do that one or just any of them will help you tune in more so you can listen and receive the answers from within that you need that's a lot what brie will talk about will be very valuable for those of you that are interested because when you are tapped in, you're just, you feel so absolutely, because you are absolutely limitless. And that's what Brie dives into. Plus, answer many of the Soul Triber questions that are asked in our secret Facebook group. And if you listen to the end, she channels. Yep. She channels me. <laughs> so thank you, Brie, and thank you, Soul Tribers, and enjoy. Thank you. 
Hello, yummies! Soul Tribe, you guys. Okay, I'm so excited right now and grateful and honestly just slightly nervous because I'm going to take my interest in channeling and communication with the unseen realm or the fifth dimension or whatever people like to call it to another level today as I dive deep with the highly celebrated psychic and medium Brie Melanson. Brie is not your conventional psychic, by the way, as she is known to share spiritual straight talk, telling it as it is, and get directly channeled messages from light beings on how to unfold potential individually and collectively. So Brie has been a psychic since she was a young child and grew up studying the self-help industry, which she has now merged with two worlds to help others create their own magic. And she coaches a wide range of people from lawyers to artists. That's right. Some lawyers, I guess, go see psychics and mediums, <laughs> which is so funny to me because my dad's a lawyer and he is quite the skeptic. But I'm telling you, this, this there might be a lot of value for even the skeptics that are listening. And she also coaches celebrities to psychologists, personal coaches, and even other psychics. <laughs> Brie is also a soul trainer, speaker, and author, and she offers online courses and hosts international workshops, teaching people how to access their intuitive gifts and reach their highest potential by tapping into their soul. And she also has a free intuitive training for you, which we'll probably talk about later in this episode, I'm assuming. <laughs> but if you're interested in lifting your veils of between worlds and demystifying the mystical, I am, and if you're a cur curious mystic like myself and just you just want to know more and you want to dive deeper into your soul and really, really tune in and listen to it, then this is the show for you. I'm so honored to have Brie on the show because the depth of her work is unparalleled. Brie, hello. <laughs> hey, Raquel, <laughs> you are so adorable and such a light. Thank you so much. <laughs> You are I'm, so adorable and such a light. No, no you. No, you <laughs> are. I'm air punching. <laughs> I'm already having so much fun with this. Brie and I chit-chatted for a little bit before this episode. In fact, I recorded it for, I, I didn't realize, but two minutes and 22 seconds to test the recording. And yeah, I already feel so deeply connected to you, Brie, and I'm really excited about this. And I have so many. I have heaps of questions for you. I'm in New Zealand right now, so I like to say heaps. Uh. Um, so I new have, word, new word, <laughs> new word, and I have heaps of questions for you that I have myself, but also, and from Ali, and also from the Soul Tribe, uh, they have brilliant, even more brilliant questions. So, are you ready? Let's do this. All right. So this first question, she was also asked by Brooke Taylor, and was one of my first questions too. And we're just curious about your story. Do you recall when you first recognized your gift as a psychic medium as a young child, and what happened, and what made you realize you should devote your life to this calling? Mm, well, you know, I think as children we all know, and maybe we're not like asked, but I do. My mom told me that I told her when I was really little that. I wanted to help people and I wanted to be an artist and um, and I was always intuitive as a kid. I was seeing things and um, having some like out of body experiences to which I, you know, then kind of just shut off my intuitive eye because I didn't really, <laughs> there wasn't, um, I wasn't supported in it. There wasn't a language for, for the spiritual realm. I wasn't raised in a religious household at all. 
Um, but I was super interested in, you know, I remember dragging my dad to like crystal stores so I could hold them and I'd make my parents buy me books about like aliens and pyramids. And I remember trying to meditate in my room. And once I, you know, kind of understood that people were going to church to see God, I was like, Oh, God's there. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) that is so adorable. I like hitched a ride with a neighbor and I remember kind of taking the, um, energetic temperature, you know, and I was like, this isn't quite what I remember. Um, so I, you know, I didn't really, you know, continued on that path, but it was within me, like, like it is with all of us. And so I, I do like to share that everybody's intuitive, especially as children, we're just not really given the tools. And maybe I was a little bit more predisposed because it was a part of what I believe my soul intended to come here to exercise and to help people with and through, um, just like a musician, you know, a soul, someone's soul may come into want to heal through the arts and they're going to be better at playing the flute than I probably was, but I still have that ability. Right. Um, and so, yeah, you know, I, I shut off my intuitive senses and kind of that world for a while and was just human or like basic, I guess. <laughs> just human. <laughs> just, just basic regular. human being. No, none of us are human. We've never been human. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, just kind of, I don't want to say like played it safe or whatever, but just, um, yeah. And, and in a way too, there wasn't much of a pathway for it. Like I went to university and studied international business because I liked travel and pencil skirts, I guess. <laughs> and I just, <laughs> now I think it's a little bit different, right? Like you guys are, have such a beautiful community and there's more language around things. Um, but I just, that it wasn't a, there wasn't a career path. So I just kind of kept it as an interest as far as, you know, metaphysical books and once in a while getting a psychic reading. And as you mentioned, like I was just super interested in self-development. Um, and then I, uh, what I think was mostly transformational for me in finding my purpose and, was just life experience and, and like a succession of, um, yeah, like I guess hardships and not that I like had it so hard, but some poignant moments where, you know, my mom got cancer and that really realigned my connection with the ethereal. And you, you, you really, when there's like not, when life isn't safe, you learn how to kind of build a type of hope or trust or, I was kind of like, you know, what's up, God? It's been a while. Like, I'm ready to rekindle this thing here (laughs) Um, through prayer. And so that helped me realign with my spiritual side um, because I wanted to believe in something. And I think anytime we experience loss or a brush with loss, we're also kind of touching this brush with the non-physical world, right? You start questioning things. Um, So that really shifted me. And then I think also just a series of, you know, what I call trust falls with the universe. Like I planted myself on the other side of the world when I was 21 and did a study abroad program and got to kind of reevaluate what I really desired and, um, gave, you know, as you know, Raquel, I think you've done quite a bit of travel and it helps you to just free yourself up to redefine yourself in new ways. And, Mm -hmm. um, so that kind of woke me up and then came back and then I 
you know, did the study abroad program in Spain and I really was just like, okay, I'm not going to do routine. I kind of like made a vow to myself that I wanted to follow my passions and follow my heart. And at the time that was dance. So I moved to LA, was a dancer, um, but LA <laughs> as yeah, which was a really nice transition out of the pencil skirt into more of like a creative lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. And just getting in the body. And I learned a lot through that process. Um, but also Los Angeles having more of a spiritual based community and a lot more resources. Uh, so I was like learning how to meditate and I would always hear you're a healer when I would ask about my purpose. Um, cause a lot of times I think we don't even really like allow ourselves to just be like, show me what's up. What am I, I don't know. What am I supposed to do? And I think, you know, inquiry can be so very powerful. So just asking and then hearing that over and over again. And it wasn't like I was getting a huge vision from an angel and showing me my future. It was just, I would just hear you're a healer. And, um, and I was like, well, with my sweet dance moves, like, what do you mean? You know, (laughs) which is is a thing you can heal people with through dance. Uh, Totally. Dancing can be so healing. I actually sometimes to get into alignment, I'll watch YouTube videos of people dancing and just music that I really love. And it really uh, moves me. But I also just I loved hearing your journey because, to be honest, I think that the polarity of you having that quote unquote basic human experience, (laughs) but also the hardships and just the duality that is what brings so much value that makes you more valuable as a human to heal for others because you are more relatable and you understand and you've been there and so uh, you know I think that those that people go to for healing and they haven't really had a similar experience like they might know by textbook or something what to say or experience it that they've observed from others but when you've actually experienced it yourself you're able to really provide more value to that human. So I think that it's great that that you kind of had to, I think that that really was supposed to be a part of your journey was to have, you know, cause you started so young from tuning for tuning in and uh, curious about going to church and m- meditating at such a young age, you know, like you needed this, that time to just learn. And so that's what mm-hmm. makes you so valuable. So thank you. Yeah, no, totally. It is, um, you know, for all of us, I think it's just that delayering, right? I mean, of course, as you're, as what you're saying is learning compassion and, and really getting it right. Like, mm, absolutely. Um, and in hindsight, it always makes so much sense. Like, oh, that's why, like, even as a young girl, I was like, oh, I, I told my mom, I was like, I'm really glad I chose you and dad to be my parents. And that wasn't anything that they were like feeding me, but, um, and then cut to a teenager or later in life, I <laughs> had a different story, but in hindsight, everything always makes sense. Like I did, you know, maybe I did choose this as hard as, you know, these things were. Um, yeah, that, that, as you said, that duality. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, I, from, you know, it's just kind of more the same as far as my story goes. It's like, a, you know, these little jumps of life of stepping into, you know, doing these trust falls and, yeah. and, um, well, you yeah. explained a, a trust fall. What is a trust fall? <laughs> uh, well, so I think like my most recent one, which was like three or four years ago. And I mean, we take baby falls. We take baby falls all the time. But Every day. I, I probably had many, a few before yeah. I even talked to you today. Yeah, this morning. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> um, I, so like three or four years ago, I just, I was working, I was doing readings and I was working for a nonprofit organization, which was a great job. Um, and I quit that job and I sold a lot of my stuff and put my, some things in storage and just traveled for like three years without a real plan. Um, and so, yeah, it's kind of what I call like, I'm doing a trust fall with the universe. Like there's no, there's no security from what I see. There might be some points of safety or you have a place to stay. I know where I'm going, but letting it be, um, letting yourself or supporting yourself and trying to like detach from conditional thinking and, and kind of like old ways of, of creating security for yourself. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's, and those are, as you know, monumental in our growth and then, then the universe can provide, right. It's like, once you start doing that, like once you kind of let go, what I found is the universe just like makes it rain on me. Just like, Oh, you want to do a training? How about free? Like you want to, you know, a tribe of women that are powerful, like here, they were waiting for you. And, um, yes. yeah, I mean, mm, I'm sure you've had the same experience. Absolutely. But it's only when you really let go. And I, a lot of people will ask, like, what do you mean let go? And that's really hard to explain or define until it's experienced, which it usually does end up becoming experience because someone eventually does just let go. But what do, are you able to define that? <laughs> I think, uh, you know, any way you can surrender helps. And sometimes like what I was just sharing too is, you know, with inquiry or just asking, like, I'm ready to see this differently. Um, because what, you know, we tend to just keep knocking on a door that isn't open and just like trying different ways in instead of, you know, walking away or trying to, you know, trying to see it as a blessing. What's the silver lining? Um, I think it can be powerful just to say, I'm ready to show up differently. Um, oh, I love that. I'm ready to show up differently and accept the yeah. new fate. Yeah. And I think we're also just not taught collectively that things can be easy. Like if I had paid attention to my gifts and if they had been fostered, you know, it doesn't matter. It's not like I, I, you know, there's a race to the finish line, but my, my, I may have just rolled right into it, but we're taught that we have to like negotiate essentially our, our worth in order to receive, right? Like I have to work hard first before can I can have a breakthrough and I have to, Mm -hmm. you know, prove that I'm worth it. And like, uh, just systematically, I think, um, how we're set up, which is changing, you know, there's so many wonderful shifts that are happening. So many Um, shifts and I'm hearing it all the time. And I'm so glad that you brought this up because a lot of people think that they really need to hustle and grind in order to get where they're going or they'll follow somebody else's exact path or they think they are, but yet they have so many struggles and it's because they're not listening to their soul or to uh, their gifts. And speaking of your gifts, what is the difference between a spiritual medium and a psychic? Also just like amen to what you just said. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so good I know um, <laughs> my sweet transition <laughs> so good uh, backtrack for a second um, so psychic and media so everybody's psychic and everybody has the potential of being a medium and a medium is just kind of a way to describe I guess like what I'm doing right so if I'm talking to you and I'm having I'm serving as a medium 
uh, to have a conversation with your soul or a light being or, you know, anybody that's not in the physical. Uh, it's kind of like having a three-way conversation. So you ask a question. I say, I don't know. Let me ask. I ask. I get the answer. And then I'm relaying it back to you. Uh, and then I also, I'm a channel. And um, and we're and again, we're all channels. When we're creative, we're channeling creative energy. We're, we're again, allowing this to move through us. Um, but the, being a channel is kind of like using it, myself as a mic. So it's like I get totally out of the way. And allow what I would call divine intelligence or, you know, a light being to speak through me. So that's a um, kind of a, a, an extra explanation of what you asked. But <laughs> we're all intuitive and psychic on some level. And, I, and even if you can just acknowledge, you know, you think about someone and they call. Um, or you have a, a sense that something's going to happen. Or you have a dream. Like mm. we're having these experiences all the time. We're just kind of brushing them off and and throwing it up to the wind right yeah yeah but what about well okay so everybody is supposedly like has their psychic ability and I'm sure that there's different levels of or in which they're able to tap into at this time but there might be lots of blocks and barriers that need to be removed in order to tap into this gift and are there any steps or rituals one should hone in order for them to develop these skills and also I just have to give a quick shout out to Heather Johnson who was also asking about this um, mm. and she was just curious how would one go about building this ability sure yeah and it's a lot around what we have been talking about already it's getting unconditional um, so you know we well let's in, in its basic form, meditation is going to be key, right? Mm -hmm. Because we're quieting the mind, we're shutting off that stream of like static. So we're allowing ourselves to connect with and not even just some other being or an angel, but what about, you know, our ability to feel and sense and interpret information, like our bodies are so highly intuitive. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, you can think of the body as almost just like an antenna. We're constantly receiving and putting out information. Um, so how can we kind of clear that to allow our messages to come in clearer? And obviously meditation is is going to be the biggest piece. But I also think there's a lot of misconceptions and people get um, discouraged with meditation because they think that they're supposed to sit down and then just like be a yogi and they're supposed to have some huge awakening. But <laughs> <laughs> or not think or yeah yeah or not yeah no I, I never have thoughts when I meditate uh, ever <laughs> <laughs> um so it's like start where you're at you know go to a yoga class go for a run or a hike in nature um it, nature is one of those things too it doesn't seem like it's related but it literally cleanses our bodies and our energetic space and act holds so much wisdom. Mm -hmm. um, so getting yourself in nature and then just considering like, so if I had a soul, what might my soul like to do? <laughs> and, you know, those things are going to be the things that bring you unconditional joy. Or you could just say, what are the things that bring me unconditional joy? What are the things that light me up? And again, they may not seem related, but we want to be intuitive and we want to get these messages, but then we're not making space for that eternal part of ourself, right? So um, it may just be like, for me, I love horses or, you know, 
walking on the beach or dancing. Um, so they can be very physical things, but there are ways that we can kind of bridge that gap, open our hearts um, to receive. And I think when it comes to the mind, just trying to what we what we've kind of brushed on a bit is giving the mind higher jobs um, instead of allowing for it to just be on autopilot. So just being compassionate uh, with yourself, but also accountable with what are the thoughts that I'm having about myself, about the world around me? How can I foster more ease? How can I, you know, what would be the best feeling thought right now? And what, what that eventually does is, um, you know, shifts our vibration and again, allows us to be in more of the receiving mode for not only intuitive messages, but for shifting our life experience for creating more abundance um, so yeah. And then maybe go ahead. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, that's so important for understanding how to get into just alignment with a higher vibration in order. I mean, yeah, to manifest abundance forever, but also just to feel good and have a better experience. But that can be so hard when one is so low and they just, it's hard to see the silver lining as you talked about mm -hmm. earlier. Um, but are there ways to, I mean, of course you said meditating to shift this, but what if like one is just feeling so, so, so low, so they want to go to somebody like a psychic or a medium to um, channel somebody or to find, to seek the answers that they just can't seem to find within mm -hmm. themselves because it's hard to quiet their mind or to find joy in life. Yeah, totally. I mean, we all need support, right? Um that's why I, you know, I do trades with psychics and <laughs> sometimes we're too close to it to be able to see. But I think, you know, if when we are feeling low, it's helpful if we have like a go to list of like, what are the things that help me to feel better? Mm -hmm. And yeah. can I get myself like off the couch and actually go for a walk? Like, yeah, it's going to take I may have to really push myself to do that, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I know I'm going to feel better. Oh, that's so good. It's like you just push through. It's kind of like that idea when you start getting into fitness, you know, it's just the hardest part is getting to the gym, for example. But then once you're at the gym, you finally like get going or it's hard to push yourself to go on that walk. But once you're surrounded in the trees, it feels good. You just have yeah. to push yourself to just get there. Yeah. So what I like to offer too is just, you know, making a list maybe of things that you, again, what your soul might likes to do or what lights you up. And then you have a little bit of a go-to, but as far as like, yeah, seeing someone, there's no harm in that. Um, but what I, what I kind of like forewarn about psychic readings, even though I'm a psychic, like, mm -hmm. um, I don't like to give a lot of future stuff because mm -hmm. two reasons. One is if I tell you your soulmate is like has dark hair and is six foot, like that cute little ginger that, you know, maybe was a better match at the time isn't going to get a chance because you have something stuck in your mind about it being a certain way. When really anytime I'm reading someone, I'm just reading them where they are at that point. Mm -hmm. I'm reading all of their belief systems and what their potentials are from where they stand. Um, and so that's why, you know, shifting more into, my unconditional self, you know, shifting more into love expands your potential futures. Um, and because if I tell you, if I'm like, okay, 
if you came to me and you were, you know, wanted business advice or something, and I was like, okay, well, this is where your business can go. And this is what the plan is. If you're not in a place to actually step into that from a place of, you know, self-support or, you know, believing that you can do it, then, then what's the point, right? Like if you're, yeah. So, um, because there's yeah, so I just, many paths and you mm-hmm. can totally, as we were talking about being in alignment, you can just fall off of that path for a bit or fall out of the alignment of being on that path. So you, there are a lot of different doorways. So I like that actually you don't tell people their future, even though I would like to know what does my husband look like? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. Am I going to even get married? Because I don't even know if I want to. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I'm also actually curious more about channeling, though. How do you mm-hmm. know? How do you know when you are channeling or connecting with a light being or an ascended master or archangels or just someone who has crossed over from this world um, that had yeah. once been a human? What, and also, what's the difference between all of them? Mm-hmm. So, well, so at our core, we're all just light, you know, so in a sense, you know, we hear that all the time that we are all one. Um, and so, you know, obviously when I transition and leave this body, I'm not going to be walking around in some angelic realm in the form of Brie, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, unless I choose, you I guess. say you could if you want to. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not bad. Not a bad body. Um So, yeah, so I'm, you know, we're all returning back to our light form. Um, I think when I, um, so what is the difference between those two? So obviously, or those few, um, someone that has lived here and transitioned, they return back to the light. When they do come through, they still come through with some of their personality traits. Uh, But I think from my understanding, it's almost just so that it's a way to communicate. So if, if I'm connecting with my grandfather, if I'm connecting with your grandfather, they're going to affirm things for you so that you know that it's them. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot, you know, there's, as far as like angels and stuff go, I, um, I, I, their wings and how they show up is just symbolism. It's like a way for them to communicate. Uh, I think the most important thing when you are connecting with any light being, anything, you just want to always just set the intention of love and light. Um, and as far as like, how do I know? It's crazy because I, the more that I, the deeper that I get into the ethereal wor- world, the more my perceptions are being shifted about everything. Like I used to kind of every put, put everything into a little box and now I just keep sh- being shown more. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think it's the important thing is to keep in mind when you are connecting is just, you want it to be love based. So when I'm like channeling, um, it's always in the form of we are, right? They they talk from the we perspective. Um, there's no ego involved. Uh, there is no I, and then it's, it's very, very like high in vibration and in love. So there's never any judgment. Um, there's never like you should, or you shouldn't have. So there's, there's zero judgment. There's all love and there's all support. Uh, even when people come, you know, even people that have been embodied here on earth and, and come through, um, 
their messages are always really, really From high. Of, instead yeah. of a dark place. Well, have you ever had any scary or dangerous experiences that you known it was you were in the presence of darkness? And also Jessica Santoro asked this question too, and we're just curious, like, what should one say or do in order for that darkness to go if there is a presence of darkness? Um oh, yeah. I love this question. <laughs> So I used to get haunted all the time because I was pretty open. So I would like, uh, you know, be staying at someone's house and the, what I'll call a ghost, um, wouldn't necessarily mess with them, but they would shake the doorknob or they would, they would really mess with me. Um, and so I used to just scare the crap out of me until I learned <laughs> that you can actually ghost bust. So First of all, like anytime you're connecting, if it's your space, like you call the shots and what happens is we don't really know that. So we kick into fear and then we give up our power and, you know, just like in life. Right. And then whatever else ensues. So the only time that I've had those experiences is before I learned how to kind of like tune my wand and create boundaries. So if ever you feel that a place is haunted, um, a lot of times like with ghosts, they don't really know that they're dead a lot of times. Like, right. um, they're just stuck in kind of a realm. And so usually they just need help to go and that they're scared to go to the light. So you're not responsible for that. But, um, you know, I, I like to just, you know, surround myself with light. I can, you know, there's no, I, I have something on my site, um, on my blog, it's called how to ghost bust. And it takes you through a process, which is really just setting up your space, um, telling the being that it has to go to the light and just kind of commanding that and then calling in whatever you want, be it divine consciousness, God, angelic realm, to help to move the energy out. And so since I learned how to do that, I've never experienced anything dark but I've also every time that I've connect like the what I was the technique that I first trained and when I first started it was very clean um so even if you are you know especially women tend to be and men are also but women tend to be really sentient so we feel a lot uh and you never have to feel anything that you don't want to so just kind of like keeping that in mind um that we can kind of gauge like when I first started doing readings, um, people that had transitioned would come through and they would blast me with all this love. And they were trying to tell my client how much they loved them. And they were hitting me with their energy and I would just start bawling. And like, I couldn't even talk, but now I've learned now I just go, okay, got it. Thank you. Like, <laughs> okay. Like, okay. Calm yourself now. I need to, <laughs> I need to still be brief. Sorry to interrupt, but I would just like to say a quick thank you to our delicious sponsor, Four Sigmatic. So for those of you who are not familiar with Four Sigmatic and the power of mushrooms, then it's time to listen up because Allie and I are in love. We are in love with lion's mane, in love with reishi and cordyceps and chaga, which we like to either add to or completely replace our daily coffee. And just adding these magical elixirs frees coffee drinkers from all the jitters and crashes and stomach issues. 
you know what I'm talking about, coffee drinkers, that our bodies are just so over-experiencing from coffee overdose. <laughs> Let's be honest. Or we just drink the magical elixirs as a coffee replacement themselves, just drinking the shrooms. And it's actually delicious when you mix it with stevia and coconut milk. My favorite for energy is cordyceps because, well, they get me fired up for just a nice long run or a sweet vinyasa flow. But at night, if I want to calm down, reishi, which is also known as liquid yoga, which calms and eases my mind and body, kind of like a safe tranquilizer for the brain, as we'd like to call it, as it alleviates stress and activates sleep cycles. And then during the day, when you want to focus, my absolute favorite, I think this one is actually my favorite of all the shrooms, lion's mane. This one is used by Buddhist monks to enhance focus during meditation. And for the non-coffee lovers out there, well, okay, one, you're crazy. Smart, but crazy. But they do have a delicious matcha mix for you that I absolutely love. And I'm not even a big matcha fan. So if you're interested in learning more about this, I did list the benefits of each mushroom on our blog, yourownmagic.life. And if you're just interested in purchasing the shrooms, well, Four Sigmatic is gifting the Soul Tribe 15% off. So click on the link in the show notes or go to foursigmatic.com forward slash soul tribe. That's foursigmatic, F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C.com forward slash soul tribe and enter the discount code soul tribe. S-O-U-L-T-R-I-B-E. So one word, no spaces, soul tribe for 15% off your magical coffee and mushroom elixir order. Soul freaking delicious. Enjoy and enjoy the rest of the show. That's brilliant. Um, and I'm actually glad that we brought this up because uh, when you and I first connected months ago, you had told me because I had been experiencing um, some mm -hmm. darkness at night, uh, some mm -hmm. dark beings. Um, I, I was experiencing sleep paralysis since I was living in Bali in my hut. Um, many nights for a few months I would just wake up and I I don't want to get into detail maybe one day I'll open up about it because it's pretty yeah. uh intense but uh just horrible energies that would awake me up at night and then they even followed me to India and Hawaii and then I haven't experienced it in New Zealand luckily or for months since I talked to you about this because I would oh, just good. you know tell them like um they're not welcome here right now and I would just repeat that over in my mind. And Allie was so sweet. She would like salt. I don't know what your thoughts are on this, but she would like <laughs> pour salt in the corner of my room and sage me and sage the entire place before we'd go to bed at night. It was almost like my lullaby, like Allie saging me and just protecting me. And um, yeah, but uh, and then just telling them like, you know, they're not welcome and just seeing my light and seeing light protect me and surround me that would mm -hmm. help. Um, but also I would repeat a mantra in my mind and I'm not religious by any means or as in I'm not, yeah, I don't follow any organized religion. Um, I did grow up Christian. And so it is interesting that you used to just go to churches out of curiosity. But, um, and so 
Um, my mom, who's Mormon, she just told me whenever that happens, just repeat in your mind, in the name of Jesus Christ, leave me alone. So I started mm-hmm. doing that, um, and I repeat that, or I started repeating, like, in the name of God, leave me alone, leave me alone, and it would go away. Yay! Um, <laughs> you're you're an official Ghostbuster. <laughs> Who are you going to call? Ghostbuster! <laughs> oh my gosh, um, yeah. So that was very powerful, and so thank you for that. Oh, I'm so glad. And yeah, so you you essentially did that. You set the the intention. So sage and salts and, you know, I had someone tell me the first time to put a crystal in a bowl of water and it's all intention, right? It's the intention. Uh, it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. not allowing their power. Yeah. So. And you called upon the light and you were like, no, thank you. I had a client recently that's been dealing with something similar and, it, you know, I was kind of talking to him about trying not to judge and fight against, which is hard when you're scared, right? But um, to just also, you know, try to stay in love as much as yes, you can. Yes, that's it, to not judge or fight against, but to stay in love in that moment. That's key. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for sharing that. And um, I have another question about ghosts mm-hmm. because this is actually from Nadia, who is a part of the Soul Tribe. And I love you, Nadia. She's she's so supportive. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was wondering, uh, she says, I always wondered that the mediums who can see here, ghosts, etc. Um, I've always believed that. Okay, so she's believed in ghosts, but she's also believes in reincarnation. So how mm-hmm. does one connect with uh, one who has passed on, but has also probably been reincarnated? Mm-hmm. That's actually a really good question, because I've been curious about the term. Like, well, if we're all, if I'm supposedly going to have another life, how is somebody yeah. talking to this body of mine or my friends who have passed like are they somebody else and you know what I mean I just right so um we can communicate with people's souls so if I were to I could still if you were having you know a reading with me and you want I could still talk to someone's souls that that is in that are in this life so you don't necessarily have to be on the other side for us to have a chat with your soulful self, even though that's what's happening when people transition, right? I'm talking to their soul. Um, Because our souls, you know, I don't totally understand. Again, I'm continuing to get more like I used to be really um, just committed to what I believed, like, this is how it is. It's black and white. So yeah. And now I'm like, (laughs) I've been keeping shown. (laughs) So yeah, that's it. That's how it goes. (laughs) That's it. So what I believe to be true right now is that our soul definitely um, works through our body is not like a separate entity that floats in and out. But I don't believe that our entire soul exists always within our body. I think that we also just like you think of archangels and stuff, they can be omnipresent so they can be in other places. Um, So that's one way and that's like a like reason of what of how it's possible Mm. um generally it's been my experience that you don't incarnate super fast so we generally take quite a few years to uh kind of like reset and heal and come back into our wholeness and then kind of decide to come back in um so i haven't had a lot of experience so far with reading someone, you know, loved one that transitioned that's already come back in. 
Um, but um, not to say that it's not possible. Of course, we can do a, we can do a quick turnaround. I'm sure. Um, yeah. Oh, that's amazing, and that's so interesting. Does that person know? Uh, let's say it's somebody that is in this lifetime, or that it, that is walking around, a living, breathing human being, and you're talking to their soul, and they just happen to be on the other side of the world. I mean, I'm just curious how that. I think maybe it's just something that is so beyond our comprehension we can't yeah. understand but um i wonder how, yeah i'm just so curious how that works out yeah i mean they may have like a thought you know they may be like oh i thought about you yesterday mm. or they may and then maybe they never even tell you but they're they may get that kind of like transmission um and not that we are i mean it is hard for us to wrap our human brains around space and time but these are really just our own constructs so it's not like we're pulling someone's energy into my space i'm we are connecting with a stream of consciousness more or less and that's why they might get a thought that's um so interesting wow. and i always ask for permission and i never like i'm always really careful about <laughs> Being what I'm dating others. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not like, oh, he's dating someone. Like, like that's just, I usually go in with. Yeah, no, no, no. Oh, that's um, so good. Yeah, I try to keep hopeful. Like, what is the soul's lessons? What are you guys here to learn from each other? Wow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. This, I'm excited for you to read my soul in a bit. Um, but. I have a couple more questions. I have also heard, or I know that some psychics and mediums say that their gifts are hearing the other side, whereas mm -hmm. others can actually see, or maybe both, or just feel. I know that I can feel a presence. I don't, actually, I have seen them before, but um, it's now that I've kind of blocked that, I can, can feel, but, um, and I've heard before uh, mm -hmm. voices, uh, but, what are there any specific ways that we can enhance this or bring this ability out so we can hear and see and feel? Yeah. So eventually I think that they all kind of come together, but I, I think that we all generally, you know, not just as psychics, but us humans, we will lean on a couple of them. Right. And that's, that's okay. And then, and then build on those. So like you said, there's the ability to hear, um, which would be clear audience. And so you may just want to, you know, get into meditation and, um, you know, and it doesn't even have to be that deep, but just start kind of like breathing into the body and relaxing as much as you can. And maybe just ask some questions like soul, what would you have me know and see the first thing that you sense. So you might hear you are love. Um, or you might just get us, if you're in a really relaxed state, again, getting the thoughts out of the mind, you may get a sense or a feeling, or you may just say, soul, please allow me to feel you and take some time to kind of like breathe into that. Um, please show me. And so when it comes to being clairvoyant and the ability to see, I we get kind of, well, we get tripped up in all the senses because we want it to be bigger and different than it actually is like when it I I tend to be very clear audience so I hear and that just sounds like thought coming through it's not like some different voice like it's not a microphone voice coming from the depths of you know the heavens it just sounds like my regular thoughts but they're really they're going to be love-based 
Um, again, we talked about earlier, they're always going to be really high messages. Um, no judgment. Mm-hmm. Never. Um, and when you first start, just allow it to be simple. Allow it to be one word. Allow it to be one feeling. Mm-hmm. And just be patient with the process. Um, and so maybe it's like, so we, we tend to think that we're not clairvoyant. But if I have you just imagine a pink elephant. Mm-hmm. One just that's popped the, in my brain. <laughs> well, it turns out you have the ability to see. So that's the same <laughs> same place that that comes in. It's just like a thought form or a mm-hmm. thought block. And that's how energetic beings can also, they'll do whatever. You're, we're all, again, just our bodies are these transmitters of information. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times there's also like alignment with the way that you learn. You kind of look at like, how do I learn the best? Do I need to see things? You might be more clairvoyant. Um, if you're wanting to like strengthen your clairvoyance, you could even just practice your visualization. So maybe you're closing your eyes and you're thinking about a beach and you're thinking about um, how white the sand in, sand is and what texture it is. And you're starting to think about the waves kind of crashing in. Are they softly crashing in? What is the color? So if you're starting to really play with our your ability to visualize, you're, you're also opening that up. Um, And, you know, I mean, just in regards to that, like, you know, a lot of people don't remember their dreams, but if you do remember your dreams, you most likely do, or you're aware of how crisp those visualizations can be. That's like a place that we can get to. Um, And also if you're wanting to develop that, you can just ask to remember your dreams and start to write those down. So what you're doing is you're starting to create more of a connection with your your subconscious and your your creative self and your ethereal self. Well, that's good. Ask um, to remember your dreams before you go to sleep, before you drift off to sleep. Just ask. Yeah, and then I would have like maybe a pen and paper by your bed before you get up because they'll they'll go real fast. Mm-hmm. But if it can be the first thing that you grab your journal and you just you know you just start to start to build on it. Um, and I like to just you know especially when you're first kind of getting used to using senses, just like have fun with it. So kind of play games with yourself. Like if there's someone behind you in line at the grocery store, can you maybe feel like, you know, you, as you said, you're more sentient. So I would just, you know, milk that. Like, does it feel like it's a male or female? Does it, what does it feel like their body masses? What does it feel, you know, how, how far away do they feel? Um, yeah. So just kind of like, having yeah just having fun with um energetic space and and because you are a feeler and to all the feelers out there just again be aware that you never have to feel anything that's not yours like I always totally roll my eyes at psychics that are like oh my god it's like so intense in here I you know somebody's and they're feeling everything and I'm like girl have a drink like stay for the party like you, you don't you don't, don't have, have to you can disconnect that. wow that is so interesting um and actually, uh, this brings me to a question that was way on my list that I didn't even know I was going to get to asking, but you brought up grocery stores, and this is just, <laughs> I don't even know if this happens, um, but you're, I, I was visualizing like a, a psychic in there, like, oh, this has so much energy, but do you by any chance ever just have a spirit come through your transmit ener- information through you when you're just at the grocery store or hanging out with your friends, or, or like- do you really have to be open to tapping into that? Moment. Just like, girl, put down those cookies, girl. <laughs> you don't need the sugar. <laughs> um, well, 
in regards to grocery stores, because as you were talking, I just saw this, I will use muscle testing, um, and which is applied kinesiology and uh, chiropractors will use it, nutritional, nutritionalists will use it. It's a really easy way for us to check in with our bodies and also our souls. Um, and I... I have like a free video that I send out when you join my mailing list and I, but basically you, you get centered, you like ground yourself, you kind of clear your energy. If you have any type of process that you use, you can stand with your legs about hip distance apart and just relax the body as much as you can. And then you say yes, yes, yes out loud. And generally most people will lean forward for yes. And then you say no, no, no. And you most likely will lean back for no. Some people are switched, but I want to say like 95 to 98% forward yes is back for no. It's like using a pendulum. So yesterday I was in the grocery store and I had gone to see an acupuncturist and I was looking at some vitamins. And so I just held the um, vitamins to my chest and see how big of a yes I would get. Um, and I like sometimes I'll get a sideways and I know that that's not something that I totally need. So I'll use muscle testing in the grocery store. No shame. I mean, I try to do it like I try to kind of hide it like I'm not like doing some big ceremony. But wait, where do you live? Are you, do you live in L.A.? Uh, no, I live in Carmel. Oh, Carmel. Like, OK, so it might be a little different there. I was going to say if you did it in L.A., it wouldn't be weird. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I know. Like, we have I just I kind of hide it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's one way. But. Um, I just personally, I've created so many boundaries because I really like the physical world and I like being human and I like drinking wine and I like, you know, whatever hip hop and like, yeah. <laughs> just like, I, yeah, Absolutely. so I don't, um, I kind of have an off and on switch, but that's just what I've created. Um, you have but boundaries I and bubble. Yeah. Yeah, but um, so I never get, oh, but you know what, lies. There's been a couple times where I've been in places and my soul just knocks me over. Like, I think it's a, I basically have had like a pretty big past life there. Like, um, just a couple years ago, I was in Greece and I went up to the Acropolis and it wasn't even somewhere that I wanted to go. I was traveling with a friend and he was like obsessed and I was like, fine, we'll go to Athens. And then I got there and I just lost it. Like, I just was crying for like hours. So I've had those things happen or like I'll be walking somewhere and it almost feels like time stops and you're, and I'm like, Oh, I've been here. This is I'm like, this is a thing. Oh, wow. Can you read that in other souls too? Or can you, do you know of other, of other people's past lives or where our souls, souls tell you about our past lives? Oh, for sure. Um, That's and we, yeah, I mean, we have, we we've got a lot of stories and experiences and and um like for me just as an example like I really have uh, like Europe's my soulmate like we have soul relationships with places so you'll notice when you go travel how you feel in certain places and it may be uh an experience that you've had there before like when I went to India I had a the worst time but um <laughs> I think that was because my my experience with that place um oh my god it's also just an intense place it's so intense the energy there is so intense wow this is fascinating I'm excited to get on to the reading I'm looking to see if there's any other because I want to ask more soul chiper questions maybe I'll just ask one more we have so many 
subscribe short interruption to thank our sponsor who has been with us since day one and it seems that the yomis just love home nutrition first i wanted to just thank every single one of you who has rated and reviewed the podcast out of the kindness of your souls and you also just happened to be entered in the giveaway. And we're now on, I believe, the fourth round of the Amazing Hum giveaway, gifting Hum products all around the globe, not just the United States. I believe we've also sent to Denmark and Australia all over because Hum is just showing their gratitude for you as this is a long-term relationship with the Soul Tribe. And they're continuing their giveaway for another round, giving three more of our listeners Hum products. And I, I am in love with their products. Like when I was dealing with my belly issue that I brought from Bali, I took Hum's Gut Instinct and the Flatter Me tablets, which as you know, helped get things running a little more as I say smoothly, if you know what I mean. <laughs> but what I really love from them are their raw beauty superfood powders, especially their mint chocolate chip infusion and ginger snap ginger snap to add to my blended drinks and like i said hum is continuing to offer three more of our listeners three months of 150 dollars worth of hum products for free so generous all you have to do is rate and review our podcast and send a screenshot to info at your own magic dot life info at your own magic dot life and in the meantime, try Hum out as they gift the Soul Tribe 20% off their purchases at humnutrition.com when you use the promo code MAGIC. That's humnutrition.com promo code MAGIC. And speaking of Hum, that just reminds me of a meditation our master had Ali and I do in India where we would hum for about... 30 minutes or more, plugging our ears with our thumbs, and <laughs> I just remember experiencing a numbing and buzzing sensation all over my face. It was amazing. So a little meditation hat tip to try. Try that and hum nutrition for 20% off using promo code MAGIC. And now enjoy the rest of the show. <laughs> How about, oh, this one is, oh, these, okay, two of these are, actually a lot of these are interesting, but I'll ask Kaylee Johnson's, she asked, are, are, are they able, as in psychics, are you guys able to predict or foresee your own future in the same way you can others? And if so, how does their ability to see their own future affect the way they live their life? Mm, but that's, oh, but wow. you, but you don't really look into the future. Well, I do. I ask questions. I get real nosy. And that's uh, such an advanced question. That's so good. Yeah. Um, the only like caveat with working on yourself, you really just have to get out of the way. So anytime I am like more or less reading myself, I tend to channel and just ask. Um, and they're, you know, they, so they're always, you know, soothing and they try to give me the tools to work through whatever I need to now versus need, you know, versus the need to know that the candy is at the end of the trail or whatever. Um, so it, you know, how does it shift the way that I live my life? It depends on how bratty and how much resistance I have. You know what I mean? It's like, how long do I want to hold on to 
my story or my patterns, even if they tell me, um, you know, Bree, this is your learning about whatever self-love and you need to, you know, step into this. Um, we are where we are. Right. So it's, it's kind of the same, I think. Um, but what it does do by accessing your intuition with yourself is it, it creates a real bond and trust within yourself and the future and the ethereal and the unknown. And if it makes sense, it's kind of like all, like the more that we can trust and lean into the unknown, Mm -hmm. the more we are stepping into our own empowerment. Um, So I think that's what I've noticed for for me personally, as, as far as like how it might be different. Right. Um, I feel more supported. Like I, I think I've shared with you before, once I went to Europe for a while and I went by myself and I, and I thought I was just going to have this big adventure and it was, but it just ended up kind of being ego rehab. I was like by myself in the middle of this French countryside with no bustling, adorable cafes, just like me and the cows. And and my angels and my guides. And so it was every day I was just like, what's up? And so I think it was a real comfort. Um, so I think that's, that's maybe how I, I maybe have more trust in, in the, the universal support. And with the signs and do you look into numbers or you said lambs or sheep or something like, will you, look into the certain animals in order to mm. may have an understanding of where you're at or where you're going. Yeah, sure. Um, if you keep seeing, you know, if you keep seeing hawks or something, I would, yeah. you can always just look, you know, Google, what is the spiritual Spirit animal meaning hawk. of hawk? Yeah. <laughs> or and I do that all the time. <laughs> oh, I love it. And then just going within too and asking, what are you here to show me? And just being open to what might show up and getting used to practicing that muscle a little bit. That's good to know. And okay, so I have one last question that I ask, we ask all our guests on Your Mm -hmm. Own Magic. um, And then we'll get into the reading. And then I'll also want you to talk about your free intuitive training after. I think that a lot of our listeners are going to want to take advantage of this. So, Mm -hmm. all right, the last question. How would you advise the listeners, the soul tribe, to create their own magic? Hmm. I think um, to know that, to remember that um, your magic is your truth. Like um, to always return to your magic as a as a unique, divine, like infinite expression of everything. Um, and how can I return back to that knowing and that truth? I think one of my couple of my favorite questions to just like ask to kind of help us realign back with that is like, in my truth, I am like allowing yourself to anytime you're up against something, but in my truth, I know that I am or even just how would my soul see it or how would my, how would my magical self see it? Wow. I have chills. Mm. I have this truth bumps. We now call them. I love it. <laughs> wow. I love that. Um, anyways, I am open and it's 11 a.m. exactly here in New Zealand. 
Um, mm-hmm. And I am open now for you to do a reading if you are okay. willing. Cool. So let's just go. Is there anything specific that you... Um, so what I'll do is I'll just, we'll go in and have a chat with your beautiful, brilliant soul. And, um, is there anything you're, you're looking at right now that you kind of want advice around or Um, uh, for now, just maybe if something comes up, but what do I need to know? Okay, great. All right. Hold on just a second. (laughs) So the first thing that your, your soul said is that I, you need to know that you're more than you're even in envisioning for yourself or allowing yourself to see us beautiful it's so goosebumps like that are mountaintops yeah (laughs) it's so gorgeous um ah and they're just they're surrounding you with this like this golden buddha light they're just like kind of showing you as a queen and like as this buddha and uh, you have so much we all do but you have so much access to infinite wisdom and they're saying hold on just one second <laughs> they're saying um you're a teacher at your core you're a teacher at your core you're a teacher at your core and they said everybody's listening we're listening like everybody's ready um so i for me as like i'm intuitively seeing you beginning to make that shift um and they're re- they just really want you know, that's why they re- they repeated it three times. They want you to know that you're a teacher. And, wow. um, Oh my gosh. That's so interesting. You said that. Cause when you were talking about healer, uh, one of my first questions in the beginning was like, I wonder if my soul is going to tell me what I am. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Deliver. That resonates. That's actually something I already knew. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And but all this, it's nice know. to hear it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the other thing that they're showing me is that you will be supported wherever you go. So never get attached to um, ideas that like I have to live in this place or I have to whatever. They're, they're just like you, you'll be wherever you go. You will. It's like, what they're showing is like magnets of people come to support you. Wow. OK. Goosebumps again. That resonates so much. Good. So beautiful. Wow. Yeah, because why? You're just looking at that recently? Oh, yeah. I Well, I mean, I am in New Zealand right now, but I do have an attachment to Hawaii. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't think I'm supposed to be there right now because I feel like I'm supposed to live and learn so I can teach as that place is beautiful. But it will, mm-hmm. I, I was pretty isolated um, and I need to be out there for a bit. And so I'm, ah. I seriously stayed up three hours last night airbnb where to go next. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And you, and now I'm getting the goosebumps. Um, so we're, we're passing them back and forth. But so what they're showing me is that, and now they're showing me you. So what, um, I think what we all do at our core is this, but what you're doing with people is you're, help, you're helping people to extract their truth. Um, and you're doing that through, like, because now I'm seeing you as a teacher, right? I'm seeing a, a future potential um hold on just one second here and they're they're asking you to um allow it they're saying please allow this to be a movement Mm. so so I don't know what you're creating but that doesn't have to be 
the love movement, but, you know, let it have that energy and know that that is the force that it is intended to be. Okay. Wow. Yeah. It's why. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I'm like, I see it too. It's widely spread and you, um, you're, it's very nurturing what you're providing to people. Um, and just like I'm telling you these things and you know them, that is what you will do in your own way. Um, and then you're helping them to pull out a truth. And there's something about a movement. Hold on a second. <laughs> They're being playful. They're like, well, why do you think we have her moving around? Whoa. Um, <laughs> I'm going, I'm seriously in tears right now. Oh, because <laughs> you probably feel their support, huh? Oh my gosh, so much so. And I'm so thankful because all I want in my deepest core is to help people learn to tap into their souls so they can really yeah. just live their fullest potential. Yeah. Um, as that's something that I've struggled with believing in, in myself, though I know that I have it and I'm limitless and we're all limitless. Like there's seriously nothing, even society's conditioning like there's nothing that is that can stop us from doing what we really want to do we just allow too many people to um bombard us with their beliefs and Mm -hmm. then we block ourselves from living what we want to live and that's all i yeah and it's just Mm -hmm. amazing what the world could do once we all can just tap in and we all have our own different gifts and magic Mm-hmm. so wow this is you, everything yeah um as you were talking they were talking to me too so it was a little I heard everything I was paying attention mostly to you but all to you um That's but amazing. <laughs> they were what, what they're saying what they're saying is please notice how fast your um your progression has happened recently it's like if you look at a, a droplet of water and how and how that just extends, they're saying please acknowledge that, and 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 that will be built like it's going to be and it will be easier. You're going to get what you're doing now is you're getting your, for lack of better words, your curriculum or your words or your processes or you know, and that is going to continue to unfold for all of us, right? It's an infinite process of of learning how to facilitate and and inspire each other. But what they're also saying is that. Even the people that are um, seem like they are held tightly to their beliefs, they want to be free too. Everybody wants to be free. Um, And uh, hold on just one second. Yeah, they just keep calling it a revolution and a movement. So, um, but they really want you to know that people are ready and the veil I'm seeing this more and more it's just like lift and we, I feel it could also just be our belief systems um is really lifting up and people are ready to move through things faster mm-hmm. it's like they're they're ready for it so whatever you're ready to throw their people are ready for it um yeah. Is there anything yeah. that I'm doing or any path that I need to avoid or, or something mm-hmm. that is prevent that could potentially prevent it or is preventing it? Mm-hmm. What they're talking about and showing me is just your with what we all do, our story. So um, anytime you notice yourself leaning too much on yourself, because they're just showing me you getting tripped up on yourself. That's <laughs> the only thing. Yeah. <laughs> And we all do it, right? It's like, oh, yeah, all I have to do is get out of the way. I forgot I was making this about me. 
And it's maybe it's like some, let me ask them if they have a process or something that they can offer. What I usually do is like, I try to just align with my soul. How would my soul see this? Like, what does my soul want? What, what in my truth? But let me just ask. They're just wanting you to, I know that to me, you come off this way, but they're wanting you to have just humor about it. Like just be light. You know, I, I always make fun. I'm like, oh, real cute, Brie. Nice try. <laughs> you know, like just kind of have fun with it. And um, hold on. What else? Is, what's another practice that she can maybe do here? That totally resonates. Yeah. And just know that this is for all of us. It's like everybody is there for our ascension and support. Even if it feels like their hands are tied behind their back, they're there to help you reflect your highest. And that is not through like attainment in a human way. Um, it's it's more for more like where do I turn? They keep showing it as like a mirror or a light. How do I turn more in into this? Um, and so maybe there's a question she can ask herself or something to remember. Um, they're wanting you to just, um, I don't know if you, they're, they're asking you to ask for more support from them. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I, well, I don't do that all the time. I'll tune in and I'll just listen and I'll see things on or I guess on my third eye when my eyes are closed. But um, when I was going through a really hard time last month, like one of the most just pain, I was in so much pain uh, mm. emotionally and mm -hmm. mentally. And um, I just went, I woke up in the morning, I went on my knees and I just prayed, cried and prayed. And then that day was like such a bliss. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Emphasize that enough for anybody else that is going through a hard time, like just to pray to your soul. Yeah. Um, just ask. I'm ready. To... I guess like, I, I mean, I'm kind of going through some, I'm kind of experiencing pain again and I, I'm curious what I should do. Okay. You need to, um, they're showing, it's so good that you are where you are right now. You really need to get embodied. So it's like play, like hike, um, get in, they're really showing me you get in the body and play. You got to just get out of your mind. Um, mm -hmm. Hold on one second here. Yeah. So take advantage of whatever you can. Like if it's a, like a, whatever, a hula class or something that's like when we are in, we, we know that when we're in the present moment, there's, there's no space for suffering. There's zero space for suffering. Mm -hmm. So, and that's harder to do when we're in meditation. So they're asking you to really try to practice that and get embodied. Could be a bike ride, anything you can do. Oh my gosh, um, I was going to go on a bike ride this morning, but I do have a yoga class in an hour. So that will be wonderful. Yeah, yeah. So do try to take advantage of anything you can. They're talking about the body's way. Okay, so they're, um, oh, so sweet. Our little bodies. They're bo our bodies process for us. Um, even though we don't realize that. So we call them endorphins, but it's actually a filter system energetically that's happening. Um, and when, and it's almost like, God, be, if you were to be able to just dance your heart out and sweat your little heart out, you'd be moving some of this emotion out. Oh my gosh, I'm doing that. <laughs> Good, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, let me see anything else. They've already said to ask for their support, and I'm ready for this to be changed. They're just they're saying you know, uh, one second. You know that everything is a perception. So how do you want to perceive this that is happening now? Right? Because we get stuck in um, this is the story, but yeah. what is the new story I want to tell about this circumstance? I know that it's happening for me in some way. Mm -hmm. I think it's just, um, I was attached to a certain story that seems to be going away and I don't want it to. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, and then it comes, I'll, I'll go back in one more time and see if they can ask, but I would say, um, or see if they can share more about that, but, um, uh, help me to see this differently. Help me to see this from the divine's perspective. Mm. I can't see it right now. And sometimes it just takes time. Like I remember I was um, asking for a sign about something and I would ask, I asked for like two weeks and I was, and I remember saying, I need a, I need a big sign. I needed a big sign. And I sure enough, I got it. It was huge, like frying pan over the head. And it just took you know, it took a week or two, but it finally came and it was so clear and so crazy the way that it came in. So trust and, um, and keep asking. And let me just see what they want to share about this. They're talking, they're saying, this is your evolution. So they're at their, um, uh, they're, they're kind of showing us that the, this is a shedding of a skin. And, um, like I had something so silly. I have like an, a neighbor that moved in that was like bothering me and I, and I was like hating her, right? Like just having my ego was just reared up <laughs> and then I meditated and they were like, uh, Brie, you are making your relationship, uh, with basically God and the divine and yourself conditional. They were like, this is all about self love and she's helping you to just tap into this, even though it was like this little thing. Wow. Um, yeah, it was much, you know, it was, I, again, was making something conditional. So um, this, let me just one. The thing is, you know, we have to go through these things to learn what we could call as enlightenment or freedom mm -hmm. or, um, or empowerment. We just have to go through it. You know so I, yeah. Yeah, because because of going through this, I have found more self empowerment and self love and self worth. Because knowing that I can just, I don't, you know, I can do anything. Um, it's really made me feel that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and just so I would say, just keep asking for that higher perspective, mm -hmm. and um, I'm ready to step into it. Help me release the sorrow. Just get in the body, and um, I think too, just not. I know, like, I, I want to be compassionate, but don't take it so seriously. Mm -hmm. I love that. <laughs> don't you take know? it so seriously. That does help. <laughs> and and also just like, well, what if um, what if this were to work out? How would I feel? You know, then I'd be able to take in this sunset. Then I'd be able to be present while I'm writing. And then I'd be able to write, like, um just kind of envisioning if this were to work out, what would I feel like now? And so bringing yourself back to that, that present moment is where all the magic is. I love that. Um, I think too, love, just like that vision that they're showing of us, like if, 
that's not healing enough. I know you, you're not seeing what I'm seeing, but I know you felt it. Yeah. <laughs> it's there. It's real. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm feeling it. I'm not even just felt. I'm feeling. Wow. That's so amazing. Um, and wait, I'm, are we allowed to ask any specifics? I, I This is just sure. one last question. Actually, I guess mm-hmm. kind of two. Well, okay. One, I have such a strong resistance to love or mm. falling back in love because I was with somebody for five years and then I've been single for about three or four years and we were engaged, you know, it was like very strong. Um, and ever since I've just been resistant, um, and I just, and I chose to leave because I wanted to be single and fly solo. And I still am curious why I'm so resistant to love. And even if a guy does come in the picture, I might flirt for a second, but then I'm like, no, no. Mm. And I just, I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. What they're talking about again, as you were talking, it's so cool the way they're doing, they're doing that. Um, they are talking about, um, you redefining freedom. Huh. And so I, I think that is what most of your healing is, is about. Um, and it's so interesting the way that they're showing it because once we step into our true power, there's no, we wouldn't even flinch at, um, needing to step into some type of obligation or doing something that we didn't want to. Like when we are in in our empowerment, we are in total freedom. Um, but let me just ask here a little bit more about how, maybe to open the, open your heart. It's hard because um, we, you know, you were talking earlier about um, predispositions about what a couple is and how that works. Um, so I've been similar. It's like, well, if I want to have this big, huge life and travel the world, then where is that person going to fit in? Um, so let me just see here. What can she do or what can she... Well, they're also calling you out a little bit. Um, I want them to. Good. <laughs> I love a sleigh. I love an angel sleigh. Um, they are just asking you that like when you meet someone, what we tend to do is put a bunch of stuff on them um, and trying to stick them in some type of what they will be or what we need them to be. And if you just allow yourself to experience the person without going to future or, you know, um, when we're subconsciously trying to like make sure that they know our worth or whatever we're, whatever dance we're doing around that, when you can really just see that person as you would like a friend or a tree, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, that frees up your heart. Oh my and, gosh, yeah. And it creates a different pathway. All right. I will be more open to that then and see them more as a friend at first. Instead of Or a tree. Yeah, yeah or a or, tree. Or a tree. Beautiful tree. Look at it. It's perfect. Beautiful. I'm actually staring at the most beautiful trees right now as we've been talking. I feel Aww. like that they're hanging out and listening. Um, And then last question, because I do have Mm -hmm. a book that I plan on releasing, um, but uh, am I supposed to release this soon or because I want to wait for a literary agent and Mm -hmm. I want to manifest a literary agent, but Mm -hmm. um, am I supposed to be also taking this path? I forgot to tell you that I had a dream the other night and you were Anna. Oh my gosh. And you were talking about 
Yeah, you were talking about your big book deal. <gasps> yeah. Stop. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> okay, um, you have to tell me about this. Yeah, no, that was like the gist of it. I was like, because I knew you were when we just when we were corresponding, and I knew you were in New Zealand, so my dream like took place there. And anyway, you were just talking about your book deal, and you were excited. And when you were asking me that, I just saw what I understood was that you it's best if that book is tied up in a little bow so my understanding of that was kind of like that you have a good editor and support team right yeah so that you yeah so that you're feeling really good about it um so I would just be patient and know that those words are truth they're timeless right yeah Okay. And refine it and um Wow, that's this- so good that you said truth and timeless because I've been told like, oh, maybe you should just self-publish now because maybe those poems won't resonate later. But mm-hmm. they do feel timeless. So wow. Yeah. Yeah. I would I mean I really don't even like to tell people what to do, but it yeah. feels like with that dream and what I just saw is that weight. I mean, anytime you just want to do what feels good, but it already when you ask that question. You were kind of like, I'm rushing it. Should I keep rushing it? Uh, oh my gosh, <laughs> you know? exactly. That's yeah. basically how I was saying it in between the lines. Yeah. That's brilliant. Oh, Brie, oh my gosh, thank you Yay! so much. And that's- the fact that you had a dream about the book deal, that honestly, that was enough for me to know that I just got to wait for the book deal. I have full faith. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's good. Coming. That's so exciting. Oh my gosh, Brie, you are amazing. Will you tell us about your free intuitive training? Yeah, so I have, um, for just a couple more weeks, I have up a free intuitive training. It's like a two-hour training, um, and I connect you with like a really deep meditation, and you can meet your spirit guide, and I just talk about some of the ways that you can strengthen your intuition and and break down um, just some easy practices and where we get tripped up and how to kind of avoid those things. Um, And that is leading up to a program that I teach called Psychic Boot Camp. And I basically take you like from zero to psychic hero. And it's um, it's a 10-week program and it's super hands-on. Um, about week four, you hook up with other students and you start reading others. And that's what I've noticed is really helps to like ha- confirm things. Because um, a lot of times when we just do it on our own, we think we're making it up. But if you read someone and they're like, my aunt's name is Mary. Oh, my God. You know, like... So you're really building esteem. Um, And yeah, it's just all around connecting with your soul and honing in on your own way that you receive information. And um, yeah, it's just so that you can become your own oracle and do this because I swear, I swear you can. I've done this will be my third round of teaching it. And I love, you know, there's some people that want to do this for a living and, and they're doing it, but it's the majority of people just want to learn how to find that inner voice and even just get clear in their purpose and tap into that, that infinite self. And that, as you were talking about that, anything is possible. And the way that we do that is to unplug from our adorable little ego that (laughs) our adorable ego, which I have been saying so many mean things about, but I'm starting to realize that the ego has some great benefits too. Um, but aside from all that, I hope that the Soul Tribers jump on this intuitive training because that sounds amazing. And the fact that it's collaborative so they mm-hmm. can really get a stronger sense of their own um, truth 
and yeah. they're really listen to their soul by also connecting with others that is brilliant so i hope everybody takes advantage of this um where can they go to find this and also where can they connect with you online sure yeah in it's general just, yeah it's what like coffee shops over. do you go to yeah i need <laughs> what grocery stores you do come you... through picture let me know yeah i'll be at whole foods and monterey um so it's just breemelanson.com, B-R-E-E-M-E-L-A-N-S-O-N.com. Um, my Instagram is the same, just Bree underscore Melanson. Um, yeah, so you can sign up for the training on my site. You'll see it on my homepage. Um, and we'll just, we'll send that to you like straight away. I'm also in the midst of making some soul cards. I just finished channeling them. It's going through a couple line edits. Oh, that's um, amazing. I need uh, to jump on these. I will be sending you a deck. <gasps> Oh, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I teach a lot of other classes. Um, I teach another one on how to find and change your own subconscious beliefs on a really deep, like cellular energetic level. And then um, doing some retreats. I have one coming up in Canada in April. We're doing it at a horse ranch. Um, and then another one in France this summer. So, yeah, a little so bit of travel. Cool. And- I love that. Oh my gosh. And I'm going to make sure to leave all of this in the show notes and also which grocery store and coffee store you go to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <In me>. yeah. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. Brie, thank you so oh. much. Soul. S O U L. I heard it. I heard it. Thank you, Raquel. Oh, I loved this and I'm so thankful. And wow, you are absolutely amazing. And I can just, I feel. Wow, I feel way better. I mean, I, it's not that I felt horrible before, but I haven't had the greatest day. And even though it's raining outside, I'm feeling super sunny inside right now. So thank you. Mm-hmm. So good. Such an <laughs> honor. Thank you guys for everything that you're doing and such a, a massive community that you're creating with all um, yeah, those awake souls that are part of your tribe. It's really beautiful. So thank you for being committed to your heart and and just using your voice in such a courageous and loving way. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Thank you. And speaking of the tribe, thank you soul tribers for sending so many questions to Brie. Um, love you all so much. Thanks Brie. Thank you. We are so grateful you tuned into this podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends and rate us on iTunes. Yes, and those of you who leave a rating and review, we want to share our gratitude by sending you a special gift. Just email info at yourownmagic.life and we will send you an exclusive meditation guided by the both of us. And make sure to say hi to us on Instagram. I'm at Ali Michelle L. Don't forget the random L at the end. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Raquel Mantra. Thank you. And have a magical day.